Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joan Milmine, and this is episode 178, Across Stitch. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright. I need a drink, I need a friend, I need your help. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Shiny Bees podcast. I'm Jo, I'm your host, and today's episode is not about knitting so much. It's about my latest crafty obsession. So how are you? I hope you have been well since last time I spoke to you. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of July, 2021. I know, I've no idea how half the year has disappeared either, but it appears to have done so. And I'm thrilled to be back with you again, chatting all things crafty. If you are a new listener, welcome. I hope you will enjoy what you find here. And as always, my deep and undivided, unbridled appreciation to any returning listeners that are back with me today. I'm going to make today's episode a little bit shorter if I can. You know what I'm like once I start talking. Um, but next door's doing some some sawing of some descriptions. I've had to close a lot of windows and doors to minimise the noise. And it's getting a little bit warm in here. Like I might actually pass out. It's very warm in the UK at the moment. We're in the middle of a 10-day heat wave. And being British, we complain when it rains. And we also seem to complain when it's too hot. Now, it would be fine if I could have all the doors open, but alas, unless you want to listen to somebody with some kind of junior hacks or making something, I thought I would try and minimise that. Although the police are in the background as well. It's the sounds of suburbia in the north. Goodness knows where they're going. Nobody can be asked with any crime when the weather's like this. We just want to be sat outside of a pub having a cheeky pint. But we're not. We're in the uh, office recording and chatting to you, which is good. I'm very pleased. I would only be lonely in the pub on my own, let's face it. So today I'm going to be talking about cross-stitch, which has been a bit of a obsession, shall we say, in the shiny Casa Shiny household over the last few weeks and not so much the knitting. That is partly to do I think with the weather isn't it you know when it gets a little bit too sweaty for your fingers you don't want to be knitting in the warm weather unless you've got aircon which obviously being a northerner and in the north I don't have so it's just a little bit when you get the sausage fingers like it's not a pleasant knitting experience but the cross stitch seems to be okay so I'll be chatting a little bit about that and some stuff that I've been up to and hoping as I say not to pass out from uh, heat exhaustion in the spare room so grab your brew or your long drink of choice or you know frozen slushy type drink or whatever you like get your knitting and we will crack on with the show so the cross stitch then I think if you are like a crafty type and you make stuff anyway, if you are a knitter, generally, or I have found it to be in my studies of of the knitty types, you tend to be a little bit crafty all around. So if you knit, you tend to also 
sew or cross stitch or garden or bake or make stuff or paint or whatever. It never tends to be, I have found, in isolation. I think if you are the kind of person that likes to knit for a hobby, you are generally what the people call a bit crafty. And as a result, I'm also a little bit crafty. Like I can see ways to make things. I can see ways to problem solve. I can see ways to fix fix things. I can see, I can visualize a solution for things. When someone says, oh, I want this, can you make it? I'm like, yeah, totes. I can make that. I can see a way of fixing it. I think it is a thing that us knitters have and crocheters, of course, us crafty types. And people who are not that crafty uh, tend to think that they can't make anything and they're not that creative. And I also believe everybody is creative, but that's by the by. This week, and for the last couple of weeks, in fact, I've been fully embroiled in the cross-stitch. Now, I've done cross-stitch before, and it's a counted cross-stitch that I'm working on. And I've done it before, and it tends to be when I go on holiday somewhere, usually to Canada, I would get taken to a craft shop with my cousin and I would end up buying a little sewing crafty kit and make it and I've got this one particular cross stitch that I've been working on for about 16 years on and off and that isn't an exaggeration like I remember buying it when I was in Canada and the last time I was or the time before I was there when I got this I'd just finished officer training so it must be like 16 years ago and I've still not finished it I've still not finished it. So every now and again on a holiday, I'll pull it out, but it is by no means finished. So it's this little cross stitch that's been in this box for a long time. So I've never, I've, I've never like acquired a stash of cross stitch stuff by any means. I've always just like bought a little kit to do, but I've stashed the knitting stuff and a bit of fabric. I do stash a bit of fabric as well because I've got a sewing machine. Never really done that with the cross stitch. Like it, enjoy it never like other people's ones that I've seen them doing never really got into it until I randomly on Facebook lord knows why I'm still on Facebook as well because it is just like a cesspit of the bad parts of society uh, and just makes me literally weep for humanity some of the stuff I see on there but this wasn't one of those so it was like a stone roses fan page type thing which I don't actually follow as, as, as Facebook does, like it decides that you're probably going to like this. And this was one of the very rare occasions that I did actually like what they were showing me. It wasn't an advert trying to make me lose weight. And it wasn't a lot of nonsense from a group. And it wasn't from one of my friends because I can't remember the last time I saw a status update from one of my friends, quite frankly. It was a random, you might like this because type post. That, I mean, that in itself is everything that's wrong with social media. But this one time, this was the one time where it was actually worth it. So they had shared a picture of a cross stitch and it was a Stone Roses themed cross stitch. Now, if you're not familiar with the Stone Roses, why are you not listening to decent music? Point one. Um, but point two is they are a Britpop band from like the 90s, very much like standard indie kid fair from Manchester, done a lot of songs, everyone loved them. I'm a big indie kid. I was I was there with my little flares on, my pop cafe flares. When I was at uni, I was always in the indie clubs in Manchester, drinking my 50p rolling rock. And 
it was one of the the songs that we were always listening to and everyone still does listen to and all my kids now listen to like I've I've taken it very seriously they're not listening to little mix they are listening to radio x and all of all of the 90s indie Britpop stuff so it was and it's a cross stitch of the band and um, with a lyric underneath um and it was um which one was it I don't need to sell my soul, he's already in me. So that is from I Want to Be Adored, one of the like, bigger songs, which I thought was amazing. So I'm like, oh my word, I totally need this in my life. Like, where can I find it? And then someone helpfully underneath said, can you please like tag the person who designed this? And then tagged the person. And the person is 8-Bit North Crossstitch. Her name is Michelle, she's based in Manchester, and she has a wonderful talent for crossstitch. And just speaks to my love of all things kind of like pop culture and indie and all of that good stuff. All of the Manchester bands and everything else. So, obviously, I triple somersaulted into that crafty hole. Oh, yes, sirree. I did. I wasn't sorry. I didn't even get changed. I was just like, let's go. Hands together. We are diving down that rabbit hole. I don't need a safety line. I don't need any breathing apparatus. I'm just, I'm in. I'm committed. I am all in. I'm there. So I triple somersaulted into that and um, came up dazed and confused an hour later, having bought several PDF cross-stitch patterns for various different pop culture things. And the one, the first one I'm working on is one from the Smiths, who are also a Manchester band. Morris is the lead singer. He's a little bit odd, I won't lie, and not the most cheerful man in the world. Not the most cheerful man in the world, but I do like their music. And this one is one of This Charming Man, which is probably my favourite. I've got probably my favourite Smith song. I love This Charming Man. I also like How Soon Is Now. You're probably, especially in the States, more familiar with How Soon Is Now because it was the theme music for Charmed. So that's where you will have heard it. But great band. And This Charming Man, like one of the lyrics is, I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. So I think when she first started, it seemed to be Stitch-themed Manchester band lyrics with the band. But it's expanded beyond that. So I obviously also got a pattern for Welcome to Royston Vasey, You'll Never Leave, from League of Gentlemen, which I recently re-watched. And if you haven't seen it, it's definitely very British humour and quite funny. Possibly a little bit impol- politically incorrect in parts these days, Um but very funny. So that's going to be my next one. Welcome to Royston Vasey, you'll never leave. For my downstairs toilet in my new house. I don't know where I'm going to put this charming man. I might put it on my window ledge with my cross-stitched sign that says bollocks on it that I was given by Martine of um, previously of I Make Fame. She made that for me. And it's one of my most treasured office possessions is the bollocks cross-stitch because it just feels a little bit subversive. And subversive cross-stitch, if you want to spend some time getting into it, appears to absolutely, most definitely be a thing. And you know I love a bit of subversion. Like, it's my favourite thing too. So I enjoy the idea that you can be subversive with your cross-stitch. And as a result, I've got a little little bobbin box. So I had to get an array of different... um, threads embroidery threads to do the cross stitch because it wasn't a kit it was a pdf pattern but seeing as i'd committed to the pdf patterns already i might as well just 
start acquiring them, then I can just knit them when, not knit them, sew them, stitch them whenever I like. So I'm nearly done with this and I've been really enjoying it. I can't wait till it's finished and then I can put it in a frame. What I didn't realise, because I've only ever bought kits before, is that the Ada fabric, the cross stitch fabric, comes in different colours. And I only bought white because I've always only had white. But then I started thinking, how cool would this look on other colours as well? So I'm a little bit concerned it might turn into a bit of an obsession. But I've been very much enjoying it. And also, she does a couple of these on greetings cards. And given my previous record of still working on the 16-year-old cross-stitch from before, I thought I would get some of the cards as well, just in case. She's got a really cool one of the suffragettes as well. Um, which is it's going to be on my list, I'm, I'm not going to lie. So I've been enjoying the cross-stitch. So if you are also a cross-stitcher, as well as a knitter slash crocheter, slash general shiny bees listener, because I, I know some of you don't actually craft, like Lee from This Is Rami Podcast, who still listens and doesn't craft, then let me know. Definitely let me know who I need to be checking out. But as I said, the one that I'm fully on board with right now is 8-Bit North Cross Stitch. You can find her at 8bitnorthcrossstitch.com. No um, sponsorship. I just like it. I just like it. I like her style. I like the cut of her jib. So that's been great. And otherwise for the knitting, not so much has been done for obvious reasons because it's just a little bit too sweaty. I am aware though that being July already, Knitting season is approaching, isn't it? I know some of the knitters are already wishing us towards, you know, August, pumpkin spice lattes and all of that good stuff. I'm not quite there yet, but my mind is already turning to if I want a new jumper for this next kind of autumn season, I'm going to have to give it some consideration. But I'm not going to be considering it, considering, considering it just now. It's just way too warm. Just going to enjoy the lovely weather. It's so great. So in other news then... And possibly exciting if you are one of the many people who got in touch when I was talking about knitted interiors and general interiors shiz is I've bought my house like I own it now. So if you're in the Shiny Bees community, I popped in there to drop in a kind of like I'm not dead report, proof of life, because it's been really busy and we ended up not buying, not buying the Victorian house with the the bee door knocker. We didn't. There was a big, big change of heart. It was very, very repeatedly coming up against issues and um, just wasn't feeling like like the right thing. It was a bit, a bit stressful. And there is a very long, very funny backstory that I will tell at some point. Um, but we basically ended up buying a 1970s house somewhere else. So not even Victorian, not even close. And um, it's fab. So we bought it on the 2nd and completed on the 30th so 28 days from buying to completion which if you're an American you'll be like what dude what took you so long that's ridiculous we'd be in escrow after like three days in the UK that's like almost unheard of unless it's a an auction property like it takes months to buy things here it is ridiculous but I had literally the world's best world's best solicitor I'm actually in love with her I think she's brilliant like I've, I've, I've just never admired someone's work as much as I admire hers. Very, very, very efficient. So if you're buying a house anywhere in the UK, let me know because she sorted my note. It's not in Chorley. It's miles away, but she sorted it out. A treat. Amazing. Love her. So, yeah, that's really exciting. But it 
It's a probate house. So one family have owned it from new. So they owned it for 49 years and now was. So it's going to take quite a bit of work. There's going to be quite a lot of interiors stuff that needs to be done, exterior stuff that needs to be done, like all all of the things. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be amazing. So I decided I would be, as a new kind of project, documenting Milliwood as it is and um, the renovations and stuff I'm making for it, any projects I do on it, before and afters, all of that kind of stuff. Now, whether that becomes like a podcast or a, a vlog or a blog or what, I'm not sure yet. I don't think it'll just be an Instagram account because I can't stand Instagram. So I just won't be sharing anything really on there. But I am going to be, I want to record it all. I think it'll be a really good project. So when I know exactly what the details for that will be, I will let you know if you want to follow along. It'd be really good to um, just share it with you really and and just keep a record for afterwards because you sometimes forget the amount of work and I just think it'd be a cool project. I always wanted to do it for my other house, the Victorian one, and we never quite got got there with it because we didn't get very far through the renovations before we had to... Get a, get a new build and something a bit more sensible because we weren't living in the country. Yeah, dead excited. Can't wait. Can't wait. Got a little knitting slash reading nook on the library, on the library, on the landing already. And we acquired some original teak furniture, which is super exciting as well. So it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Other than that, I have been working on Podcasting Unpacked as well. And in the background, I've written a article for Career Pursuit, which is a magazine for military spaces, veterans, other halves serving who are working a kind of business on the side and providing career guidance for people whose lives are always on the move. So obviously you know that's a, a vested interest of mine and I wrote an article for this year's career pursuit magazine so if you if you are UK military affiliated you'll be able to find the magazine in hard copy in the hive and, and everywhere else like that but there is a digital version on um my friend Helen her website it's available there so I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to go and have a, a nosy at that but I've not written an article for a magazine for a while so I quite enjoyed the process and it came out I was really pleased that it came out so that is in there and it's just talking about things you need to think about if you want to start a podcast and been working with my reset crew I have a small group that's difficult to say it's more of a container I guess it's a gang gang but that we all work together with and we do co-working and masterminding and stuff and I've been working with them as well and just coming up to the end of the third quarter of that so it's been going for nine months now it's quite exciting and it it's basically anyone who's working on a project or something they want to bring to life or something they want to focus on maybe in their business or or maybe start a business or something like that and they just want like a encouragement and uh like a crew in their back in in their corner to help them out and get them to move it along because sometimes like you can start a project and not unlike my cross stitch from 2004 oh gosh maybe it's 17 years now and you never quite get there because other things start to take precedence and other things can get in the way of it because it's it's difficult putting yourself out there and it's a little bit scary and everything else so 
yeah, it was just something that I trialed and started last November and it's carried on. It's been really amazing. So we're going to have a little month off in, in August because it just gets a bit busy and everyone's a bit crazy, holidays, all that kind of stuff, and come back to it in September. So we will be taking some new members. So if you want to join that as well, then you'd be mega welcome. Just shoot me an email, info at shinybees.com and I can send you some more details on that team. So I've still been managing to get a little bit of the work stuff in, in between everything else, all of the crazy, end of term trips, you know, isolations, all of that good, wonderful, sensible stuff we are going through in the UK at the moment. But it's all good because I've got my, you know, shortly I'm going to be able to stab Morrissey in the head as I French knot his hair. And that's always going to be a good feeling, let's be honest. So that's all I have time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the quick catch up. I am not sure when I will be back with you. It might be next week. It might be September. It all depends. But until then, have a lovely week. Happy crafting. And I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found at shinybees.com forward slash 178. I feel a need to get back in touch with you. If that's all right.